A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord Jesus Christ. When the Pharisees with some scribes had come from Jerusalem, gathered around Jesus, they observed that some of his disciples ate their meals with unclean, that is, unwashed hands. For the Pharisees, and in fact all Jews, do not eat without carefully washing their hands, keeping the tradition of the elders. And on coming from the marketplace, they do not eat without purifying themselves. And there are many other things that they have traditionally observed, the purification of cups and jugs and kettles and beds. So the Pharisees and scribes questioned Jesus, why do your disciples not follow the tradition of the elders, but instead eat a meal with unclean hands? Jesus responded, well did Isaiah prophesy about you hypocrites as it is written, this people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines human precepts. You disregard God's command, but cling to human tradition. He summoned the crowd again and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand. Nothing that enters one from outside can defile that person, but the things that come out from within are what defile. From within, from within people, from their hearts come evil thoughts, unchastity, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, licentiousness, envy, blasphemy, arrogance, folly. All these, all these evils come from within, and they defile. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The second reading today, St. Paul says to be doers of the word, not just hearers of the word. St. Paul is saying that if we are going to have Christian faith, it must show forth in our actions. We have to do Christianity. We can't just talk Christianity. We can't just think Christianity. We can't even just pray Christianity. We must do Christianity. The book of St. James says that if I say to my neighbor, be safe, be warm and well-fed, but I don't do anything to help the neighbor, then I am not, in fact, a Christian. The love passage, 1 Corinthians 13, says that if I speak with angelic tongues, but I do not love, then I'm simply a noisy gong. And St. Ignatius of Loyola says that, that love is shown in deeds more than in words. Love is shown in deeds more than in words. The Israelite people know this. And for that reason, when they began to form their own nation, they put together a religious law, a set of practices, procedures, rules, rituals, a, a, a whole law so that they can act out their faith. They can exteriorly act out what they are interiorly feeling towards God and towards their neighbor. All of this is beautiful and wonderful and exactly the right thing to do. However, 
as happens with religion at times, we can get wrapped up in the rules. We can become sort of addicted to the rules, obsessed with the rules, and the rules become our God. And we forget the whole purpose of the rule behind, we forget the purpose behind the rule. And this, in fact, had happened to the Israelite people. In the Torah, I believe there are over 600 rules, and in the law that surrounds the Torah, uh, there's even more. It gets to a, a several thousand different rules that one has to follow. And once you get up into the thousands of rules, you can become, spend all your time, instead of thinking about how to love, how to practice faith, hope, and love, instead, you are concerned about keeping the rules. I'll give you two examples from Jesus's day. One, a silly example, and one, a serious example. First, uh, they had a rule that we want to keep holy the Sabbath, and therefore we don't want to work on the Sabbath. This is a good rule. It's a good and holy rule. But then we ask, well, what is work then? And one of the rules says that we cannot tie a knot because that's work. The problem with this is that in order to get water from the well, they needed to tie a bucket. And they could not tie the bucket in order to get water from the well on the Sabbath. There was an exemption to the rule. There was another rule that said that a woman, of course, could tie her undergarments. And so what the people did to get water from the well on the Sabbath, they took a wo woman's undergarment and tied it to the bucket and brought it down the well. This, of course, is silly. We've, we've lost the whole purpose of the rule. That's a silly example. Now let's talk about a more serious example that Jesus had to address. The temple, they wanted to keep the temple holy and sacred. And therefore they said, we're not going to have any temple, I mean, any coinage, any money from the Roman government in our sacred temple. That's a beautiful notion. The Roman government was pagan. It was anti-religion. We don't want any of their coinage in our temple. That's a beautiful rule. But in order to make that happen so that the people can give donations to the temple, they had to come up with their own coinage, a temple coinage. And then you had to have money chambers, money changers at the door of the temple so that they can change their Roman coinage into the temple coinage. And so all of a sudden you have this whole industry, this whole market, and it is quite loud and boisterous. At times it was corrupt. And the problem, the biggest problem, is that most of the Jewish people in Jesus' day were not allowed into the inner sanctum of the temple. They were only allowed to pray there at the threshold of the temple. And so at the very place where most of the people are praying is this loud cacophony of noise. And so the very rule that was intended to keep things sacred actually make things uh, not sacred, which is why Jesus turned over the money changers' tables. This is why Jesus in today's gospel says that we need to remember that, yes, the exterior is important, but uh, both evil and good, they all come from the heart. If we act good, it's because it originated in our hearts. If we act evil, it's because of the evil in our hearts. Jesus is trying to get us to turn inward and look at the, at the, 
at the heart of things, at the heart of the matter, at our own hearts, and what is the roots of our behavior. The problem that the Israelite people had, all religions have from time to time, and the Catholic religion had this problem too in the 30s and the 40s and the 50s, the 1940s and 50s, and therefore the church went through a reform called the Second Vatican Council. And there, the Second Vatican Council did its best to follow what Jesus is saying here, to return us to the heart. Just to give you two examples of where the Catholic people had sort of lost their way and became obsessed with the rules, one silly and one very serious. The silly one is that uh, a priest had so many rules in, in presiding at the Mass that it became almost impossible for him to preside at the Mass without committing some sin. There was over a hundred ways that a priest could commit a sin at the altar during Mass. If his fingers weren't exactly correct, correctly positioned, he could sin. As a matter of fact, a priest, a man who didn't have his ten fingers, was no longer allowed to be a priest, no matter how holy he was, no matter what, how effective he was as a priest. If he had lost the important, crucial fingers, he could no longer be a priest. That's a silly example. Now a very serious example. In 1788, there was a terrible fire in New Orleans, the Good Friday fire. It occurred on a Good Friday, and the rule of the church is that you do not ring the bells of the church on Good Friday in order to keep things solemn, to remember the passion of Christ. The problem is that the alarm system of the city in 1788 was in fact the bell system of the churches. The people would hear the bells of the churches and know that there was a fire. And this is how they kept the city from burning. When they heard the, the, the church bells ringing in a certain way, they could go out and work on putting out the fire. But because it was Good Friday, the priests refused to ring the bells and almost the entire city of New Orleans burned down in 1788. This is a terrible tragedy, a great beginning, a great intention of the rule, and yet a terrible conclusion because the rule became the priority instead of the intention behind the rule. So Jesus is asking you and I today, of course we need to look at our exterior, our behavior outside of ourselves. But we need to remember that all good and all evil comes from our hearts. And so when we look at our exterior behaviors, let's go deeper and ask ourselves, what's going on in our hearts? This is what Jesus is asking us to do today. What is going on in our hearts? There's a story that I like to tell. It's just a fable. It's a story about a man who's in a town and he's walking along a river and he sees a baby floating in the river. He jumps in the river and rescues the baby and brings it to shore and he becomes a hero of the town. The next day he's walking along the shore again and there are two babies in the river. He jumps in the river again, rescues the two babies. The next day there are four babies and the townspeople start to help him to recover these babies coming out of the river. The next day there are eight babies and this goes on and on for days. Before long, the entire village is out there pulling out these babies from the river, rescuing the babies from the river. And finally, one village person says to another, I think we should send someone up the river to see who's putting all these babies in the river. 
That parable is a really good parable because it tells us the same message as this gospel story today. Jesus is saying, yes, we need to correct the behaviors that we have when we sin, when we act badly, we need to work on those behaviors, but we also need to go up the river to see what it is that's causing the problem in the first place. Going up the river in our spiritual life means we need to not only ask forgiveness for the external sin that we've committed, but we spend time in prayer and reflection exploring where in my heart is the root of the problem? Where in my heart is the throwing of the baby in the river to, to start? And so this is what Jesus is asking us to do today. The Lord is asking us to, to, to soberly look at our behavior. The Lord is also asking us to go even deeper, to go upriver and find out the cause of our poor behavior so that we can set our hearts on Jesus.